I don't know why I was so scared about like coming out and that, given my mum is a part of the LGBTIQA+. But yeah, and like my whole family had already said so many things about like, oh yeah, they'd support like anyone in the family if they came out. But yeah, I was still like terrified of coming out for some reason. My name is Jo and I'm a lesbian woman living on Tarurung country, working with Masson and Rangers Accessible Arts. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the lands on which this podcast episode was recorded, the Tarurung lands of the Kulon Nation and pay my respect to elders past and present. I would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the various lands on which you live, work and play today and acknowledge the sovereignty has never been ceded. We recognise the important role that art has played on these lands for thousands of years and feel privileged to work alongside artists continuing that creative practice of one of the oldest surviving cultures of the world. Always was, always will be. This episode you're about to hear is with Alex, a 14-year-old trans man and his experience coming out and navigating his sexuality as he grows up in the Massanon Ranges. I'm Alex and I use he, him pronouns, I suppose. So you live in this area? Yeah, here in Kyneton. And how long have you been here for? Uh, 12 years now. So how do you like living here? Uh, it's pretty good. It gets a bit boring because there's not really much to do here. So you've got to really travel to other towns to hang out with anyone or anything like that. Mm. What are your interests? Horse riding, video games and like scouts and that. So how old are you now? 14. And how's uh, your school experience been? Uh, pretty good, other than, like, in primary school it was kind of bad because there was, like, this one kid who would just bully everyone. But high school is much better. Like, everyone's given up because they've noticed that I don't react to trying to bully me or anything, so they've all just given up. Mm. How do you feel about the community here in kind of... Uh, Everyone's really nice around Kyneton. There's mm. like everyone knows everyone pretty much because it's uh, fairly small. Mm. How do you feel about the LGBTQIA plus community here? Do you feel like they're uh, very supportive? Yeah, pretty yeah. good. More supportive than like ever than like Dalesford, which everyone calls Galesford. It's even better here one again. So yeah, it's haven't ever been like harassed out and about for being gay or anything like that. How have they supported you? Uh, How have you felt supported? uh, Well, like, the schools here all have, like, their groups and that. All the outsider school groups are really easy to get to from Kyneton. When you were growing up, were you questioning your identity and...? Uh, Not until I was about in year six, so when I was 12. Do you feel comfortable sharing about that? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. so when I was 12, I sort of started questioning uh, my gender and that. I originally thought I was non-binary and pan. Now came to discover that I am trans and omni and that. Um, yeah, it was... I don't know why I was so scared about, like, coming out and that, given, like, my mum is a part of the LGBTIQA+. Uh, my dad, I don't even know what he is. Um... <laughs> But yeah, and like my whole family had already said so many things about like, oh yeah, they'd support like anyone in the family if they came out. But yeah, I was still like terrified of coming out for some reason. 
but yeah. Was... And what what did that what did coming out look like? Like how did you do that? Uh, I had written note to my mum and left it on her pillow. Uh, right before it was supposed to be right before I went on a scout camp, so she'd find it. Couldn't talk to me about it because I was on a scout camp. But uh, yeah, I forgot to put it there. So when I got back from the scout camp, I put it there with "Don't come talk to me. Leave a note on my pillow as well. I don't want to." <laughs> and yeah, I sort of just when I was walking past her, she sort of like showed me the note and gave me a little thumbs up. That's sweet. And yeah, that was about it until like the next morning when my mum used she her. And then sort of looked at her and my mum's like, you never said you changed pronouns. <laughs> uh, then my sister was like all confused. She's like, what? Huh? What happened? <laughs> Were there particular people to help you kind of through your questioning? Uh, I didn't really have anyone like helping me through it. I sort of used Google a lot for what things were. But um, I had always like grown up around LGBTIQ plus people. And then, yeah, me and my friends sort of all started questioning at the same time. So we all sort of just like all did it together in that questioning. So, yeah. How do you feel in yourself right now? Uh, pretty comfortable. I reckon this is not going to change. I reckon I've found who I am now, not still questioning. <laughs> And what would you say to people who, you know, maybe people your age or older who don't really understand the other people's journey towards questioning that? Uh, maybe just be supportive even if you don't understand what they're talking about. So just, like, try and support. Don't, like, look down on it because you don't know what it is. Just, yeah, like, help them out and that and... If they say that, like, no, they don't want to talk about it or they don't want help, just leave them. Leave it at that. Just leave them be. They don't want it. Mm. Uh, yeah. How do you occupy yourself? Like, what are your hobbies and stuff? Uh, so I'm in Scouts moving up to Venturers in May. Um, I also am in House of Awesome and Glitter Group with Mez. And... Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, most of my time that I'm not at scouts or house of awesome i'm talking to one of my two partners or both of them because yeah one lives all the way in torquay and one's in castlemaine so fairly yeah. long distance oh how did you meet your partner in castle uh, in torquay in torquay so um i met her on a scout camp we were both going to vic jam last year and uh, not last year year before um and, yeah, there was, like, this camp called Shakedown Camp before it, and we met there, and then, yeah, sort of just slowly after, like, confessed that we liked each other and that, and so I've now been with her for a year. And then my partner in Castlemaine I met at Pride Camp, the most recent one in September last year. Mm. What does the word pride mean to you? Uh, not sure. I've never really thought about that. <laughs> Are there words that, that you find particularly empowering? that you use? Uh, not really. Like queer? The word queer, do you feel... How does that... Uh, I've never really used queer as, like, an overall term. I know that that is what people use as the overall term, but, like, 
fairly often me and my friends will use like we'll just say gay mm-hmm. or some form of gay in rather than like queer or saying the whole acronym yeah because a lot of people understand just saying gay more than like queer like you say queer and everyone's like what huh <laughs> especially mm-hmm. people at school they're like what what do you mean mm-hmm. it's like no gay there you go <laughs> yeah okay so gay can be sort of um, a whole range of things yeah yeah as a young person, do you feel like young people are able to express who they are more freely than maybe what other generations have? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember my nan telling me about one of her cousins who was gay who ended up moving to the other side of Australia because of all the all the crap that he got for being gay. And yeah, it's definitely a lot easier being gay now than what it is than what it was. Mm. And how does that make you feel now as a young? Uh, pretty happy because it's like, yes, the world is progressing. That is good. <laughs> what about the community here in Kyneton? Do you come across some people who are still quite conservative or less? Uh, a fair bit at school, actually, like people my age who, like, They'll jokingly ask questions about it, and then when I give them answers, like I'll hear them off later mocking. I've never run into an adult who is like doesn't like LGBTIQA plus in Kyneton. Mm. Does that surprise you that your peers do it? Not really. The, it was kind of fully expected. I knew that there was going to be some stupid kids at school who would do that, so mm. didn't really surprise me when it did happen. So I'm like, it- oh, okay. Mm. And you sort of like just don't. If it, you don't let it affect you. Yeah, nah. Most of the time, even if something that happens at school does affect me, don't let them see it because then they'll keep going. They're like, yes, we're getting a reaction. This is fun. Keep going. Just don't let them see it. And they're like, okay, this person's boring. We'll go to the next person. And has online, um, like being able to access things online, helped a lot? With... Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what kind of sites and things have you uh... found helpful? When I was, like, questioning that, I mainly just Googled stuff because I didn't really have any social media or anything. But now there's, like, uh, on TikTok and that, now that I've got that, um, everyone sort of, like, if you were to, say, put in, search up the hashtag of LGBTIQA+, you'll see a lot of people just, like, sharing about it. And uh, there's one person who did, like, a whole chain of a bunch of different uncommon sexualities and genders and what they were and that which was pretty good uh most of that I sent to my friends and yeah I know that helped a few of them Mm, that's great isn't it what about um like films and tv shows and do you there is a lot more queer characters in tv shows that I remember like when I was little I saw someone uh do this thing that was like uh, Disney wouldn't add any gay characters because they're like, no, we're going to turn the kids gay and that. And only in like 2021, they started adding gay characters, which was pretty good. How do you think, how important do you think that is for, for young people to see? Uh, pretty important because that way, like, say, little kids know that, like, oh yeah, there's people who aren't all, like, not everyone's like, like their parents or something. Mm. Or like kids who do have queer parents uh, will, like, know like oh yeah there's others too like not think that they're an odd one out it's very powerful isn't that what we see yeah do you think that 
hearing other people talk about their experiences and stories can have an impact on other people? Uh, Yeah, because quite often it's like, say it was like someone who came out when it was still illegal or something, quite often that's like, oh, wow, that like you start to feel a bit more grateful for what you've got now with like the it's perfectly fine now and yeah everyone mainly those stories are the most important ones because then people who feel like really privileged and that sort of are like oh geez I should probably stop being so annoying about this <laughs> mm. and I guess there are places throughout Australia regional places where young people are struggling to uh yeah mm. in uh I know that Castle Maine a few people there who I have I, the, some of my friends there have told me that they get all sorts of crap for being LGBTQA+. Uh, one of them had a knife pulled on them once. Uh, the kids at their school just don't give up trying to bully them, even if they use the tactic of don't show a reaction. The people just get worse. And yeah, heading out towards Bendigo, it slowly gets worse. But yeah, as you go, like the closer you are to Melbourne, the better it is. The further away you are, the worse it is. Yeah, right. How does that make you feel about other people your age getting, having that kind of experience? It's quite sad to hear about it. It's like, oh, well, that's... If you can, try and get away from there, but if you can't, like, geez, have some way to protect yourself? I don't know. Mm, especially when it's, like, knives or... Yeah, that physical. was... Mm. Yeah. I heard about that. I'm like, oh, that's... What do you, who, Whose responsibility do you think... It is to, you know, do something about people's attitudes. Uh, if it's out in public, I suppose, like, if you... I'll use the knife example. If it's out in public, you can, like, the cops are, like, there to help with that. But if it's in school, then the teachers, if the teachers don't do anything, go to the principal. Hmm. How have you found your educators? Uh, all really good with the fact of, hmm. um, like, getting bullied in that. Uh, someone called my friends uh, some fairly mean names once. She then proceeded to slap him across the face. We didn't even get in that much trouble. All she had to do was clean one classroom and she was out of... The other two were in detention for the entirety of lunch. Their whole friend group got associated with it because, yeah. <laughs> and tell me about the scouts. Like, what, What's that like? What do you, oh, what do you like about the um, scouts? It's mainly fun because it's like just getting out and about and it's something to do and like I have a few friends in Scouts and that. Which, yeah, there's also like the camps and stuff is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Unless unless they're in winter and something bad happens. It seems to be in win every camp I've had. Actually, no, every camp I've had at the start of a year, something bad has happened. Like what? Uh, so one of them, uh, one kid fell into the river. It's an over two metre deep river. The next one, a kid got bit by a snake. Turns out it was a king brown. It wasn't puncturing skin though. It just went through one layer of skin, the bite. It was a baby one, so it couldn't puncture through properly. Second one, I fell into the river. And yeah, we haven't had another one since. That was last year that that, yeah, last year that that happened. So we're just, the next one that's planned is a competition camp where there's no river there. It's sort of out in the middle of nowhere and it's very open land and the grass is always short there. So hopefully nothing bad happens. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. 
And you say you like getting out in nature and... Yeah. yeah. I'm in outdoor ed now as well at school, so it's like double scouts pretty much. Yeah. Do you feel like in the future you might want to leave the country? Uh, no, nah, probably not. I have thought about like a few times if it's not too expensive living out near Warrnambool when I'm older, given it's kind of a mixture of country, beach and city. And so if I can't make up my mind, just go there and I've got all three. (laughs) Do you like the beach? Yeah, my family's uh, used to have like at least six holidays a year out to the beach Mm. because we'd normally have like, or well, five or six, we'd normally have at least one each holiday, each like two week holidays and then a few over the Christmas um, holidays and that, or one long one over the Christmas holidays. Mm. And what do you think about the work that Mez is doing? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty awesome because it's definitely everyone is slowly becoming a lot more accepting, especially like schools and that with uh, the stuff that Mez and Rani are doing. How are you experiencing what they're doing? Like, uh, how is it impacting you as a person? It's definitely helping a lot with like being able to find other people who are like LGBTQ plus as friends and that Mm. it helps a lot with that Mm. and like uh, events and yeah things though I've always been able to get to events pretty well because my mum hears about all of them in like on Facebook pages and stuff like that but yeah I definitely hear about a lot more events now yeah it seems like there's a lot of things going on in this area yeah because there's the pride march this weekend and then like there's always rainbow formal pride camp and, yeah, like all other stuff that we hear about and get mm. to go to. Yeah. And tell me about your little necklace with the... Oh, that's the just c- my name and my partner's name. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. And your can one? Oh, yeah, the can tab and this one. Uh, each of them match with one of my partners. Oh. So this one is with my boyfriend, this one's with my girlfriend. Oh, beautiful. Have you ever heard of the term fairy god gay? Not in that way. I've... I heard in a movie, the newest Cinderella movie, with, uh, well, the person who is acting does say fairy godmother, but me and my entire family and all my friends are like, oh my god, it's the fairy gay mother. Do you have one in your life? Maybe. Possibly Ren. Not sure. (laughs) Who's Ren? Uh, Ren is someone who I've always been friends with their family. And, yeah, they sort of started dragging me along to all these events. Well, dragging my entire family along to all of these events and wanted to bring me to Pride Camp, but um, I was too young for all of it. I was only 11 when they started bringing me into the stuff. But, yeah, they sort of claimed my mum as their mum. And so, yeah, that that happened. (laughs) That's nice. And do you love being a part of the queer community? Yes, it is very fun. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. I really appreciate talking to you. This podcast is released every Tuesday and Friday and could not have been possible without the support of our local community partners, Midsummer and the Fair of Victoria portfolio of the Victorian State Government. Throughout the series, you will hear firsthand the successes, hopes, dreams, fears and struggles of diverse members of our community. Pridefinder, the Rainbow Road Trip, was a travelling project commissioned during the 2023 Midsummer Festival as part of the State Government's initiative, Victoria's Pride. 
Helen Thomas, an award-winning creative audio producer, journalist, and queer ally, developed a mobile story studio with the purpose of encouraging connection, cultivating empathy, and preserving people's experiences. As much of Victoria's queer history relies on verbal recount, Midsummer, Helen, and the Pride Finder connected with regionally living LGBTQIA plus Victorians to help capture their unique stories. These conversations are frank, honest, and reflect the language, thoughts, history, and opinions of the individual. Views may not be shared by Midsummer or the Victorian state government. Please keep yourself safe and refer to the show notes for specific triggers related to each episode. If something in this podcast has made you feel uncomfortable or brought up challenging feelings, please seek support from a loved one or from one of the helplines listed at the bottom of the show notes. Thank you.